Welcome to Just Hair Me Out, a podcast about love, life, and hair. I'm Barbara. I've spent over 38,000 hours coloring hair. Hi, I'm Demetra, and I've spent over 1,000 weeks with scissors in my hands. With 50 clients a week in our chairs and 22 years on our feet, doing hair is not our hobby, it's our hustle. We've navigated salon politics and then opened salon suites of our own in 2020. We choose dogs over kids, skinny marks over beer, and we've only fired three clients. Each. Each. Welcome back. Today, we have a super special topic that we were super excited to share with you. We want to talk about what makes a hairstylist want to fire a client. Now, we have talked about this before in the sense where of if you have really good boundaries and, you know, policies around your business that people will often like weed themselves out because they won't like your uh, your boundaries. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes you got to fire a bitch. Yes. I shouldn't call them a bitch because. <laughs> I was just going to say, why does she got to be a bitch? Fire a bitch. <laughs> I say that as in like, you know, Demetra's my bitch. Right. Yeah. Totally okay. I'm, cool. like, I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. I can like it. Fire a I bitch. Mean, I mean, like it. The fire like a bitch it. as in a person, not that they're a horrible person, but they're right. not right for my business. Yeah. Right? All right. So, okay. First up, my main thing is... When people are constantly late, and by late I mean 15 minutes or more, and uh, there are people who every single time, every every single time, and I just don't understand that. I'm a very on-time person, so it's not really something I can relate to, but some people are just like that, and it it really messes with your day when you're trying to keep it on time. Well, I mean, it's all, it, it's really just not fair because look at like if you show up for a massage appointment, I mean, they're going to cut your massage 15 minutes short and you're going to get, you know, but in our case, I can't cut your hair less for a specific right. style. So now you're putting me under pressure. You're making me rush your service. Um, I have a 15 minute grace period because I know where I can and can make up. Um, but if you're past 15 minutes, I got to reschedule you. Because that's not fair to the other clients as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and you know, even if you are charging someone, I, I don't know if this is true for you. I don't really like to charge people for mm, being late no. or missing their appointment that way. But it has to be done. If I have to do it several times, I would rather they not come to me. I'd rather have somebody where I'm going to really do their hair. Yeah. Well, what ends up happening too, um, I've had a few clients where, you know, again, either late or just didn't show up. And, you know, the first time you let it slide or, you know, some people give you excuse, say, oh, I'm sick or I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just people like, oh, my meeting ran over time or they're just totally late. They're pretty much missing their appointment. Second, third time, you got to like charge them for your time. And then those people sometimes just get pissed and also don't come back to you, which I find really shitty too. Cause it's like, wait, I had to set a boundary. Um, I let you slide one time, two times, 
you know, before I even charge you. And then finally, I charge you on that third time. And now you don't even want to come back to me. But you know what? Good riddance. To be honest, we don't want those kind of people in our chairs. Like, and I know this might sound harsh, but you're right. It's like, respect my time. I'm going to respect yours. Exactly. And kind of in that same vein, I wanted to mention when people constantly reschedule. Like if you, within two or three days... I'm not, of course, going to like charge you because you're rescheduling your appointment. But when people do that, like two, three times before they actually come in, it is really frustrating because you have to go back and fill in with your waiting list the people that had wanted that spot and couldn't get in. Right. And it's honestly, it's always the same people. Yeah. It's always the same people. Like once in a blue moon, you might have someone that does it once, but you have the repetitive people, just like the same ones that show up late. They're the same ones always rescheduling, always. And it's just not cool. It's just not. And and my tip for you, if you are a, a client of hairstylists and you happen to reschedule a lot because you're busy, is that if you used to be able to book online, and suddenly you can't, they blocked you from booking because they want you to wait until you really, really know. And I do have like one or two people who, uh, sorry to cut you off, where um, I tell them, call me last minute. I'll figure it out, you know. Right. Yeah, me too. If I can. If I can. Right. Um, So I don't know, like the platform I use, I don't know if there's a block on mine. (laughs) You might have to show me that. Girl, I'll, I'll hook you up. Okay. Hook okay. me up. I need to block somebody. <laughs> Speaking of uh, firing a client, I have a really good story. Want me to tell you about someone I had to fire? Oh, yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I um, I was very new. This was at that first salon I had worked at. I think it was like my second um, year having my chair. So I wasn't, you know, very seasoned. I was still very kind of naive and gullible. Whatever. So this woman was coming in with her daughter. And they had a 9 a.m. appointment and it's on a Saturday. And mind you, I'm book solid. I probably had like 16 people that day. And um, they were booked for two blow dries, a 9 and a 9.30. And I told you I have a 15-minute grace period, right? So the front desk is calling, trying to get a hold of them, see where they're at. Nothing. 9.25, they stroll in. 25 minutes late. Okay. Mom comes up to me. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're late. This and that, whatever. Um, and I tell her, well, you know what? I'm not going to be able to take one of you. Like the whole time is up. I, you know, we're only scheduled for, you know, half hour blowouts. And the mom said, well, and the daughter looks at the mom. I was like, well, I want curls too. And I said, well, curls are extra. You only booked for two blowouts. Like I said, that's half hour appointments. If you also want curls, that's why on the services, you'll see blow up with curls. There's a reason for that because it takes more time to do it. You need the proper amount of time. So now the daughter is looking at the mom like, I have to get my hair done. I have to get my hair done. I want the curls, you know, whatever. So the mom looks at me. And she's like, you know, you don't have to be such a bitch about it. Wow. Yes. To me. When I had said that, because I was like, I really like I can't. There's one of you I can't do. And then I was like, I definitely can't do curls for either one of you, you know, cause I'm like that, you know, I don't have, I don't have the time. And, um, I look at her and I'm like, the only one here that's being a bitch is you. 
because I really didn't know like what to say, but I told her that because I was so upset. I said, you have disrespected my time. I said, but since you think I am such a bitch, I'm going to be a bitch. And now I'm not taking either one of you. Fire them on the spot. She turns around and tells me, I'm friends with the owner. You have to do my hair. And I look at her and I say, I don't have to do your hair. He can fire me if he wants. I will never be spoken to like that again. You know, so I gave Good her right you. back at her. And I was young. I was, I was just so shocked. And I'm like, you know, if anyone's being a bitch, it's you. I was so mad. And then she spoke to me like that in front of her daughter, who was like 12. I was like, shame on her. But, yeah. you know, I, I'm going to treat you the way you treat me. So she goes up to my boss and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm totally stressed out. Like I said, I have another 14 clients. My next client's already in my chair looking at me like, what is going on? So it's embarrassing. It's a lot. So she went to him and he came up to me, pulled me to the side, asked me what happened. And I told him and I told him what I said. And he basically told her, which I loved this. I was not expecting it. He had my back feel the love right here. <laughs> and he basically told her, and this is a friend of his. He's like, you will never speak to one of my employees like that. He's like, if you do not apologize to her, you are never welcome back in this salon again. Wow. Right in front of me. And I was like, wow. I mean, I thought I was probably going to get fired for talking back to her like that. You know, and he really had my back and that made me feel great. So she went to Starbucks <laughs> And got me a gift card and came oh. back and apologized, but I still didn't take her. And he figured it out for someone to take care of them because it was for like, they had like a party <laughs> or something. Um, but yeah, he had my back. But yeah, so I fired her and her daughter right there on the spot. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As you should. Yeah. Um, yeah. I showed her what a real bitch is. Now that's being <laughs> a bitch. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, some people have to be schooled. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I will say, if you are extremely rude and like degrading to a service provider, then you really should be fired. And if you aren't, then you're very lucky and should be embarrassed and not come back, actually. Yeah. I, I, I can't stand that, too. When I just see people being mean to waitresses or waiters, and even if you're not getting great service, there's no reason to be rude you know just tip accordingly or not or you know if you don't like your service you know but don't no reason to be so harsh and mean to yeah. people well I have a good one that doesn't apply to you <laughs> I cannot stand it when I get clients that want to tell me their exact formula uh, for their hair color and then talk about it Every single time. Like, I, I don't mind if you want to say, oh, my last hairstylist who I loved did this formula on my hair. But when they're like holding you to it and do it exactly the same. And I, we're going to talk about this actually next week in Hair Color 101 as to why that's not actually that helpful. It depends right. on where your Especially hair is at right now. And different color lines, right? If you yeah. use a different color line, it doesn't matter if they give you the formula and again, where their hair is, the condition of it, texture and so forth. So I've had, I had a person who came to me strictly because I carried the exact line that she wanted. And she wanted to talk about how you would mix these two or three colors 
what ratios and how to put it on her head. Mm. And I, at first I thought, this is naive. I thought, you know what? I'm really good at this. I can do this. I can handle it. And every single time I saw this person for, I want to say it was like two years, every single time it was like, how about just a little bit less of X and a little more Y and she'd be like talking about five, 10 milligrams out of a 60 milligram formula and uh, just didn't trust me. Like she wanted to talk about it. And when you bring in to your hair colorist pictures of your hair in the sunshine, in your bathroom, in your living room and at a restaurant, they're never all going to look the same. Just in case you didn't know. Anyhow. Did you fire her? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Um, Yes. But also, um, I just wanted everyone to know that for about six months, I tried really hard to please this person. And for the next year and a half, I lied and did it exactly the same every time. And every time she would say, oh, I can tell it. I can tell. That's That did it. That Shut five milligrams. Up. Dead serious. And I'm telling you, Demetra, I'm not proud. I don't really <laughs> want to lie. <laughs> I love you. It just this made me so happy to be like, oh, yeah, you were so right about those, like, two milligrams. Wow. You know. Pl- placebo effect. Mm-hmm. She's like, she saw what she wanted to see. Well, you know what, too? I don't think it's necessary that she didn't trust you. She had a she has control issues. Some clients are like that, too, or not even clients. I would say people in general, right? Um, I have one client who every time I've been doing her maybe 16 years, and I love her. Love her. She diffuses her own hair. She has the craziest, curliest, beautiful. We shag it out. She has these crazy bangs, and it's like awesome. And t- like, I love her. She rocks it. But she likes to diffuse her own hair. And the first couple times I did her hair when I was I met her at that other salon, it was funny because I was like, at first, my ego, again, I wasn't seasoned, got in the way. And I was like, really? And embarrassed thinking, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, this has nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. They yeah. just want to try to control the situation. So when someone's saying, I like my bangs like this, you blow them, you hold the brush this way. Well, yeah, because when you hold the brush and I hold it over your head, it's a different angle and it's probably coming out to the exact same angle, right? Right. That they're right. not realizing. So usually I'll hand you the brush, do your own hair then. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me what to do. And I've reached the point where I am not, um, I'm not going to be bullied. I've been doing this for 25 years and you mm-hmm. come to me cause you like me and you know what I'm doing. Some people though, like I said, I don't care. Like my one client, the diffuser, I love it. I get a 15 minute break. I sit there and I watch her. I enjoy watching her do her hair. Mm-hmm. Like go ahead, yeah. you know, but the other people that try to be more controlling and stuff like that, it's, you know, it, it has nothing to do with us, everything to do with them. Yeah. I get that with some people. They want, they don't want me to dry their hair because they want it to look how it always does, how they do it. And yeah, I, it used fine. to bother me too, but it doesn't yeah. anymore. Um, I would just wanted to add though, it is a little presumptuous of of clients sometimes. I prefer to really know somebody and um, you know have been doing their hair for a while before I'm handing them my blow dryer. And this could just be my OCD, but our equipment is so expensive. And I've actually, I've worried about this all the time. It did happen once where someone was like just a little bit clumsy and they dropped it on the floor. 
And that's a big deal. I mean, these blow dryers can be like three, four, five hundred dollars. Oh, I had someone bring my Dyson. Oh, cracked it in half. I didn't know we could do that. Mm-hmm. Cracked oh. the outer barrel part, and they drop it on the floor. Mm-hmm. Not intentionally. Oh, I know. It was an accident. You know, yeah. but I had to replace that. Not them. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. Mm-hmm. But the worst is um, when people come in with their kids and their kids are all over the place touching your equipment or grabbing your shares or, oh, I let them know, do not touch these. These are $1,000 shares. It's like a sword. You will be cut, as Barbara likes to say. She'll cut you. I will cut you? Yeah. Actually, do you know, I when I did my training... You know, all the senior hair cutters were all Sassoon trained and they all were like, just like you having like crazy expensive shears. And one person had to excuse herself to go do something and then came back to finish a a haircut. So she set her stuff on her station and the person was doing like paperwork, picked up her shears and cut paper with it. (gasps) You you never, never, never use hair shears to cut anything but hair. Yes? Yeah. Yes. They say it does something. It affects your blades. It'll dull the blade. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it, don't get too, too handsy with our, our equipment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't go into your doctor's office and grab their scalpel, you know, and like. And the shoehorn. Right. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh my gosh. Okay, that'll be episode 47. <laughs> I love to be continued, people. Okay. Anyhow, well, this, uh, I hope you liked this episode. We just want to let you all know what we love and hate about you. And, <laughs> and even if we hate well, you we- at work, we might want to yeah. hang out with you. Yes. Yes. See, it doesn't mean like we like totally hate you. We just dislike you as a client, but we might like you as a person. Yes. I know know. some really cool people that cannot be on time. Yeah. And it just doesn't jive with my job. No, I'm all about a schedule. My whole life is based on a schedule, almost a little too much with my OCD. Like my friends get mad at me, but it's, I don't know, it's how I roll. Yeah. All good. Yeah. I feel you, sister. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe or follow. And please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Lastly, follow us on social media for clips of past and future episodes. All our accounts are listed in the show notes below. Thanks so much for listening. 